What's up, everybody? <clears throat> Hope everybody had a great weekend. Um, of course, this is your boy KB coming at you with the second episode, well, third, fourth, whatever episode it is. Uh, we're looking to get back into it. Um, kind of a few things on the topic today. We don't really, I don't really try to get into political stuff, but as far as this, I guess you kind of have to, like the whole Roe v. Wade thing, first of all, you know, it's been something that. It's heavy on my heart, especially having a kid and seeing both both sides of it. Um, man, it's I'll, I'll go ahead and say this straight up. First of all, um, it's not right that in the year 2022 we should be still dealing with issues like this, whether it be racism, whether it be women's rights, people's rights, human rights, uh, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness is something that's just, I feel, a fallacy at this point. But... <clears throat> My thoughts and prayers go out to everybody who are having to deal with this, who are having to deal with certain issues such as this, and, and it's sad, you know, that, that we can't just be who we are. But now that we're past all the sad stuff, what I'd like to get into today is, is just kind of, just, just people in general, man. So, I know the last episode we talked about just quite a bit of, um, just like the whole Walmart experience and how, you know, your credit score should be a certain rating if you go to Walmart. If you owe bills, you shouldn't be able to go to Walmart. Forget that. What about traffic? Like, guys, I'm telling you, these folks out here in traffic are doing the most. They're absolutely doing the most. It's not... <laughs> it's absolutely... It's absolutely terrible to sit around and think that these folks that we're, we're interacting with on a daily basis are driving. They're, they're voting. They're actually voting. Like the people that don't use their blinker are voting for president, and it's not right. I'm going to sit here and say it to the cows come home. It's not right. If these people get to vote for president, that they get to interact with people on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Um, just the other day on the way home, I witnessed a gentleman in the left turn lane with his right blinker on and proceeded to turn left. And I have to know that that guy's probably going to reproduce if he hasn't already at some point. And I'm going to have to interact with his child and let his child know, your daddy dumb. Daddy, daddy dumb. That's exactly, I just, man, I, I'm sorry. If you have any experience with that, please, oh, by the way, go, yeah, go check out our Twitter. Our Twitter at uh, KBLive101. Um, also, we're on Instagram, KBLive101. Check out the personal Facebook. Uh, yeah, and that's where you can post your questions in the podcast you want to see. I'm not sure what you want to see, but hey, guess what? We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out one way or the other. Um, again, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Um, let's just back on the topic of just people in general. Have you ever noticed it doesn't seem like people people are getting stupider as the days as the days go by? To be honest with you, um, I know just in my short 32 years of life, the things I've seen happen in and around the world that just absolutely blow my mind and never never cease to amaze me. Um, it's just like the the top the damn kids eating the Tide Pods, man. The damn kids eating these Tide Pods, I'm telling you, there's no business for that in today's world. Uh, first of all, I believe if your, if your little child is going to eat a Tide Pod, we should just let God let go and let God at that point. That is that child's decision um, to actually eat the Tide Pod and, and to let that happen. I'm sorry. you know, if I don't want kids to die. Obviously, don't put that on me. Don't, don't make me out to be that person or that guy, but I fully and 100% support your child going through the ringer if he decides to eat the Tide Pods. So, um, steamrolling off of that, you know, just, just, just teach your kids better, man. We have that option. 
we have that option to actually teach our kids a better way of life than what we grew up with. You, you know we do. And I know y'all smart enough to do it. Well, some of y'all smart enough to do it. Not the ones I hear using their blinkers to turn right with the right blinker on and the left hand turn. Like y'all, y'all out here doing the most. Y'all out here doing the most. And, and just learn to drive in, in general. Like I feel like every so often we should have to go through a driving course. Um, just to make sure, sorry, if you can hear that going on outside. There's not a lot of soundproofing going on in this room. So, uh, yeah, there's that. I feel like we should have to go through a driving course um, every so often just to make sure um, we know what we're doing out here. There's so many people having accident after accident after accident after accident. And, I mean, after so many, I think they... I think they pull your license away. I, I think I think they do. I, I'm not too sure with that. I'll have to look that up. Uh, but here in Alabama, I know it's the 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 bar is low. The bar is low for that. But you know, there's so many so many things you can do as a human to make other people's life life so much better. And driving like a dumbass is not one of them. Absolutely not one of them. Um, but speaking of speaking of travel, uh, you know, in, in the aspect of travel, yeah, you have to deal with these people. Yeah, we have to deal with um, so many different things. Uh, but you know, one one of the best one of the best things about travel is the act of getting to see things you've never seen before. I know I've actually been. Um, as far as travel, I've flown a few times. Uh, actually, the first time I've flown was last year. I got to fly. Uh, my first flight ever was out of Muscle Shoals Regional Airport here in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. And we flew, I flew to Nashville, Tennessee. Then from Nashville, Tennessee, flew to Chicago. Then from Chicago, um, it was three connecting flights. Flew <clears throat> from Chicago back to St. Louis. Now, the first connecting flight from Muscle Shoals to Nashville didn't really happen the way we thought it was going to happen. So, what happened was, go get on this plane. Um, we go get on this plane, and everything is looking like it's going to take off. We're looking great. We're looking like everything's going to go smooth. And then, all of a sudden, you start hearing, and that's not a good. I don't know if you've ever been on a plane, but that's not a good sound to hear on a plane. Any type of mechanical clunk, 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 is not something good you want to hear on a plane. But so we get on this plane, and you know we hear that, and they come across. We're having some technical difficulties. And, yeah, of course. I'm going to need a little bit more information than that. Like, excuse me, stewardess, and I'm saying like this plane. This plane was so small. Like, literally, the pilot could turn around and be like, "Hey, y'all, we're having some technical difficulties." But he come over the intercom with a nice little voice. And so we had to get off the plane. Everybody's questioned at this point. And I wish I could find the picture and it pops up on social media for you guys. But, like, it was seriously, <clears throat> seriously, three dudes, one guy in overalls with a hammer for some reason, looking at the, the this is a single prop plane, okay? So he's looking at this plane. And at this point in time, I have a connecting flight in Nashville First time I ever flown, by the way, so great first experience. So I have a connecting flight in Nashville that has to get me to Chicago, and it is a, I think, I, I can't remember the exact time of the flight, but either way, from here to Nashville is about two hours. And that flight left in two hours and 45 minutes. So we had to make a decision. 
They, on the plane, the passengers consisted of myself, two other gentlemen who were dressed such as pilots, uh, and another guy. Uh, he was just a random guy traveling. So we had to, the airport, the concierge actually come up from the airport and said, look, we apologize. We're going to provide you with your money back for the ticket from here to Nashville. And we're also going to provide you with transportation up there. I'm thinking, great, we got a shuttle van. Y'all, I swear to God, the transport to Nashville Airport was a 1998 Ford Taurus. And you know the one, champagne. Champagne color, cloth seats. Oh, yeah, baby. Cassette player and everything. Y'all, I saw this car. I got so pissed, y'all. I was so mad. Because five grown men are about to ride 120-some-odd miles to Nashville. And if you've ever been to Nashville, Nashville traffic's never a guarantee. Like, you never know what you're going to get. So, through Nashville traffic to get to this, and we do, we do, we get to it. We, you know, we, we get in this car and conversation. I'm good with conversation. I can make friends with just about anybody. I'm okay with that. So, I start talking about sports. Nobody in there played sports ever in their life. Nobody knew, cared about local sports teams. So started, you know, whether it be baseball, football. I don't know soccer. I can't talk about soccer. So, so we're at an impasse at this point, right? So then they start talking about, like, they are pilots, and they are going to be connecting flights. Oh, okay, there's a topic I can I can steamroll off of, right? So what what, what have you got? And the front dude, I swear to God, his name was Ned. Front dude, dude who sat in the front seat, Ned looked around, and I was like, hey, Ned, yo, yo Ned, what, what's the craziest, what's some crazy shit you've seen on a flight? And he turned around and said, I saw, I saw Grandma making more time in the bathroom. And I was like, wow, wow, that, that's messed that's that's, that's one, like I wouldn't say that, but what? Tell me about it. And he's like, "Yeah, so um, walk back to the bathroom of the plane, and there was a grandma in there naked. That was it in the story. And but like this is embedded in this dude's mind so much that like he just felt the need that that be like I, like the craziest flight story. Like that could just be a crazy story. Period. Like naked grandma's never something you want to walk in on. But then I was like, oh, okay. And then like the other dude started laughing. He's like. Um, He's like, yeah, one of the craziest things happened to me is we lost power midair. I was like, now there's a story. So I, had, I inquired with him about it, and um, apparently this guy said he was flying a short flight from St. Louis. Oh, I forget where it was. St. Louis, I think somewhere in Texas, Kingston, Texas, maybe it was. I can't really remember. He said, very short flight, nothing to it at all. And he said they gained altitude, got to where they're supposed to be, and then the plane just cut off. And he said it's very common in the small planes for that to happen, but you just start it right back up. And me sitting back there the whole time now, as a first-time flyer, and first-time 98 Ford Taurus rider, just scared to death. Because I'm headed to Nashville with these guys. And we're about an hour into this ride, and we start seeing traffic. And I'm thinking, oh, God. And these guys are not local. So I'm trying to give them, like, side streets and stuff we can go down, like, actually help out the trip and make it a little bit easier drive on us. No, no, they ain't taking that. I'm leaving my other stick to the GPS. I was like, bro, that's fine. But you're going to go down one of these streets and run into freaking Joe Colombo or some mobster. It's going to tell you, hey, don't turn the fuck around. Don't fucking come down the street, okay? Don't fucking come down. Like, you're going to fucking run in. If you do not listen to me, you're going to run into that situation. Either that or you're going to run into Daryl over here with his lawnmower business who's going to probably steal your tires. There's no in between. So, we're riding up the the streets of um, Pulaski, uh, Col 
Columbia, Tennessee at this point. And we hit Interstate 65, which is the main stretch it goes. It goes from Gary, Indiana, all the way down to um, Mobile, Alabama. So <clears throat> we're, we're in this little stretch, and you know, we get on the interstate, and I'm the only black guy in this car, by the way. I, don't, I feel like that was an important thing to mention at the top of the story. I do apologize. And it comes into play here. So Nashville <laughs> used to have a statue. Gosh, of Nathan Bedford Forrest on the side of the interstate. Now, for those of you who are not history inclined, Nathan Bedford Forrest is the founder of the Ku Klux Klan back in the day. He fought the Civil War to help keep these rights active. Right? Obviously, he fought for the South. You know, spoiler alert there, we lost. But, um, yeah, so Nathan Bedford Forrest on the side of the highway, and we passed by this statue. And have you ever felt like you were at fault for something that you had nothing to do with? I was stared at in this car, y'all. Like, dude turned around, looked at me dead in the eyes, and then just turned back around. I just did it. You can't see it. That's bad radio. But I t he turned around and looked at me, kind of like, you know about this white boy, and then turned straight back around. And, and the rest of the car ride was silent. Now, we did hit traffic. We did hit all the Nashville stuff. Like, in the Home Alone movies where they're sprinting through the airport, or any movie where there's a, a, a lot of time that they needed to make and they're running close, like, I was running through the airport, got through TSA, Amazingly, shout out to the TSA agents out there who didn't frisk me and make me feel like I was, you know, a terrorist or something I didn't do. But overall, first flight experience was absolutely terrible. But still, like we talked about earlier, the people, the people, the people, the people, the people, the people are one thing I hate dealing with in any aspect of of the equation. Um, now, granted, I do meet friends, I do meet great people everywhere, but there's always those ones you have to run into up until then. Um, yeah, so we're still, we got plenty more topics to cover and podcasts up to come. Um, this one was kind of one that, you know, we, we it's been thrown together. Um, <clears throat> we're going to have some guests on. I know a boy of mine, Robert Shervin, he's going to be coming on from the from the Beemore area, from the DMV area up there and the Baltimore, Virginia uh, surroundings. Um, great guy. We're going to have him on. We're going to try to bring some more people on if, uh, that we work with, you know, obviously working at home. Um, working for a, a big company, we we run into a lot of people, um, so I'm going to try to get some guests on to talk about their experiences and you know some of the customers we've had and some of the some of the cool stories we have. So, with all that being said, uh, God bless each and every one of you for being a small part of this very small show. If you would please, please, please share the podcast, share it with your friends, let everybody know about it, and. Hopefully soon we can have some advertisements dropping in, stuff like that. Uh, we got some great makeup artists that we know that we're going to try to shout them out um, and get them out here and make sure their business grows too. But until then, y'all stay classy, stay sexy, God bless, and roll time. <laughs>